Hey, hey. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Welcome to Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. I'm Kirsten Galfan, your host. I started my company, Fitness Inspired, in 2008. I have my master's degree in exercise science. And yeah, I started my company with the mission and the vision of making changes you love to live with. And I'm so excited to continue doing that every single day. And I'm going to be here weekly with your dose of inspiration, applications, strategies, and tips to make changes you love to live with. Hey, hey, David, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I am doing great. I am so excited to talk with you. Um, David Galfand, as you can maybe hear by the last name, is my cousin, my husband's cousin. So you are on the U.S. Paralympic team, and you are currently training at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs. It's just like so, so cool. This is all right, like correct info, right? Yeah. So um, I'm on the U.S. Paralympic swimming national team. Okay. Um, I and I last summer I competed at the Para Pan American Games, and my goal is to um, is to be selected for the team um, for the U.S. Paralympic team that goes to Tokyo next summer. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. And right now I'm working towards that goal um, while I'm at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs. That's so cool. So cool. Um, I got to spend some time with you since you've been there. But then what made me think of to ask you if you could be on this podcast is Tufts University put an incredible little video to you like with you uh, together. Mm -hmm. And I was literally like getting teared up. I said, Oh my goodness, we need, I need to talk to him. You can help so many people. You can inspire so many people to just like get after it. Limitless goals. And I just loved that little snippet of your story. And so I can't wait to kind of dive in a little deeper here. Um, So you ready? Let's do this thing. Okay, cool. So first, I'm just curious, a day in the life for you training. And if you need to uh, go like pre pandemic, and if anything changed since the pandemic, I'm curious about that as well. So talk to us about that. Yeah, so pre pandemic, we were pretty full training load, um, pretty normal, average uh, workload. Um I mean, we were gearing up towards trials and towards, so towards our selection meet for Tokyo. Um, okay. And we were we were training. Um, we were in the water nine times a week. Um, okay. So we Monday through Saturday, Monday through mm-hmm. Saturday morning, and then Monday, Wednesday, Friday evening. Um, okay. All of them two hour practices. Plus, so two hours each block. Mm-hmm. Yep, each of wow. them. Okay, so all nine of those times were two hour swim, two hour swims. Okay, and then, wow. and then in addition to that, um, Tuesday, Thursday, so twice a week, um, mm-hmm. I would we would do um, uh, lifts in the weight room. So we'd go yeah. go to the gym, 
um, and do do some stuff there. <laughs> do some uh, stuff. I like it. So yeah, just yeah. from a few. Oh my goodness! Like uh-huh. this is then, this yeah, is quite the schedule. Yeah, and then now, now it's pretty similar, but it's um a little bit less. So we haven't fully geared back up. I mean, we're eleven months out at the moment, and okay. so we're we're still ramping back up into it. Um, okay. At the moment, we're doing uh, Monday through Friday with two doubles so two afternoon practices in addition to in addition to that plus our two days in the weight room cool gotcha so So just from a feelings perspective i totally like nerded out when we talked before about that training regimen like do you need to stop and have a snack break in the middle of those two hours or what um i mean i'll usually bring bring a water bottle, bring, um, a Powerade or something. Yeah. But I usually make sure I fuel beforehand. Yeah. Um, have enough in me to get me through the practice. I mean, it's, it's usually, usually I I don't have to get out. I don't, I've always just sort of made it through without needing to get out for a snack, for a bar, for something like that. And it's, at least, I mean, I have not done what you're experiencing right now, but just different times, like you said, when you're gearing up, your body adapts. It's really neat. Like I remember um, your body adapts to different things. So I remember in high school, my body got used to eating quite a bit before my soccer games and some girls could not, they'd throw up if they were running that hard and playing that hard, but my body kind of got used to it. And I was able to eat pretty close compared to other people to that workout. And then another time in my adult life, um, after my cancer treatments, my thyroid was removed. So I need to have a thyroid hormone pill every morning to live. And so I can't uh, eat within a certain window of that time of taking that pill. And I work out every morning. So well, most mornings. And so I was really nervous because I always fuel my body prior to the workout up until then. And so it did take a little bit of time, like there was a window of like two or three weeks that I didn't feel as as good. But it's incredible to me how your body will adapt. So that's a good example of that. Very cool. Um, So I just after watching that video, I don't know if these are the words you said, but this is the feeling I got that you have kind of a limitless lifestyle. Do you think that you are kind of born with it? Do you think it's part of your DNA or is it something that your parents or coaches fostered along the way that like limitless potential in lifestyle? Um, I mean, it's, it's something definitely um, I, I've developed and also just sort of I've always had over the course of my life. I mean, from a very young age, my parents sort of – we're like, figure it out. You like, they, they never really set limits on what I could do. I mean, if mm. 
I wanted to go learn how to skate. I wanted to play hockey. They got me lessons. They they helped me to get there. And they didn't really, they never, they never said you can't. They always said, we'll figure this out. We'll figure out how you can, how you can adapt, how you can do this. Um, it may have to be different, but there's always, there's always a way if you, if you want to. Right. If you're willing to make that commitment, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Wow. That is just, that's incredible. I love seeing you live that out. And it's a choice what you have to continue to make. Like you couldn't just make that when you were a kid or in high school or now. You have to continue to make that choice and look at It's working. You're doing it. So that's pretty impressive. Um, so this was a phrase that I... I really think about a lot in fitness inspired. And then I did, you know, growing up when I was in sporting events and things like that is practice how you want to play. Practice how you want to play. Does this quote resonate with you at all? And if so, how do you practice that? Yeah. I mean, that definitely, definitely for sure. I mean, swimming it's at the end of the day, it's all, Every time you get in the water, every time you do a set, every time you go off the blocks, it's a rehe- it's a rehearsal for the big the big race at trials, the big the final at the Paralympic Games. It's yeah. every time you you do a turn, it's you're practicing those skills. So mm-hmm. it's important to do it like you want to during like you do do it like you want to when it matters so i mean you don't want to be natalie you don't want to glide into the wall at the at the end of your race so you want to make sure that you practice practice doing it right yeah and i think we can apply that to anything in life right for sure yeah Oh my goodness, that is, uh, I'm taking notes while you're talking here. So um, do it like you want to do it when it matters. That's so true, so good. So do you have any, because sometimes I know it gets monotonous or it gets, training is hard. I try to remind people whether they're training for their life or they're training for a specific sporting event for the Olympics, like you are, um, whatever we're training for, we have to like do it when we don't feel like it sometimes. Right. Yeah. So, and even when you're tired, there's always something that you can work on to improve. Like there's, it may not, you may not be feeling good enough to be right where you want to be time-wise, where okay. you want to be exactly where you want to be. But there's always something that you can work on that, like, practice getting in and out of the walls well, practice finishing. Like, there's always pieces that you can work on. Yeah. Even when you are just not having a good day, you 
didn't get enough sleep, whatever happened, there's always something that you can do to get the right. Best. That's so good. I love that. I mean, you have people counting on you to show up and you have coaches, I'm sure, that are going to be like, "Uh, David, if you're not there. But on maybe times that you could be flexible with your training, how do you start when you don't feel like starting? And then how do you, like you said, be creative or get in the mindset to push yourself like you are in in a time trial or like you're in the actual, what you've been training for the event. Yeah. I mean, what I do think you think? What, I, what always helps me is like, if I'm going to do, if I'm going to go practice on my own or if I'm for whatever reason, I'm not practicing with a coach where there's a set time and I go and I'm expected to, to be there for that. Um, mm-hmm. Which is <laughs> most of my practices. Um, uh-huh. but occasionally, occasionally I am on my own for one reason or, not, or another. Um, okay. I find it always, I find it always helps me when I have a plan of what I want to do. And then once I say, I want to do, I want to do this. These are my, my goals for the day. Um, yeah. these are my, this, these are the times I want to hit. This is this is the sets I want to do. Um, then it's a whole lot easier to, to just do it, to, to get in there and motivate yourself to just be like, well, I just gotta get up and do it. I just, <laughs> I, I know, I know the plan and yeah. it's a lot harder to sort of back out of it and be like, Oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Right. That's so good. Like Nike said, just do it at that point. Um, and I and think... It helps to have a plan. Go ahead. It helps to have yeah. a plan beforehand. Mm-hmm. Because in the moment, it's easy to it's easy to say, wait, I might just do something else. I might do do whatever else. But it's it's really helpful to have, to write down a plan and then be able, and then hold yourself to that plan. I mean, it doesn't hide, it can change. You can say, well, I'm not feeling quite as good as I thought I was, but at least you have a starting point of something to to do. Right. That's, that's good. For me. That's cool. Uh, so how we kind of incorporate both those elements in Fitness Inspired, we have like the monthly plan and then we have if you're not in a live session, you know, you can do a pre-recorded. But what I wrote down that I want to make sure that people do is write down their commitment. They already give me their commitment for like how many workouts they're committed to each week. But I think there's so much power in writing the plan down. So just like have it written down and maybe even someplace that you can see. Yeah, you put it in order that I'm going to do this workout then, and yeah, then you just then you block it out in a more um, it takes a bit more investment. That's right. That's awesome. That's good. Um, so to me, being around you, your vibe, you 
have this amazing skill of exuding, I don't don't know if I can say that word, I can write that word, exuding confidence and kindness simultaneously. And I'm just wondering, like, that's what I feel when I'm around you. And when I've seen you compete, uh, do you ever struggle with either one of those? And what helps you correct your course to get back to where you want to be if you're in like a, a bad spot on either one of those? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think what sort of helps to center me is to just be grateful to, to be where I was, like, be where I am to mm. have the opportunity to compete, have the opportunity to train. Um, and to just be, be grateful every day to be able to, to push myself like that. Um, I, that, that's what I, one of the things that I enjoy. Um, and then, and then in, once it's time to race, it's just about knowing that you, that you've worked really hard for a long period of time. And now you just, now you get to enjoy and you know that you are ready and you just got to get to enjoy in the fruits of that labor. Ah, oh, so good. You get to enjoy it. Sometimes we breeze past that. And I think that's so important. And yeah, just like taking a moment and noticing all that we have that we can be grateful for. That's, that's, you hear that a lot, but the practice is what actually matters. It takes a lot more to internalize it. Right, exactly. Um, so is there anything before we get, I have like a little, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. So I want you to think of yourself that you're going to write a letter to your 40-year-old version of you. So dear 40-year-old David, here's mm-hmm. what I want you to remember from this experience, from like this ta- this season in your life. Mm-hmm. What do you want to write? Like, what are some of the highlights that you would want to say to your 40-year-old version of yourself? Don't, don't lose the enthusiasm for, and don't lose the gratitude for just being in the moment and being able to, to push yourself. I mean, at 40 years old, I'm probably not going to be in where I am now, but don't, don't lose the sense of fun of being able to get in the water, being able to, to work hard, um, being able to, um, go fast, being able to push myself. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's sort of what I want to remember. Keep, keep with me. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. Well, maybe this podcast will still exist and you can just go back and listen to it when you turn 40. So there we go. Um, Okay. So is there any, is there anything else that you feel like, oh, I wanted to share that you can think of? No. Yeah. thank, Thank you for having me on. Yeah, this was so fun. Could you give us one? I'm all about a little step of action. So is there anything that you can think of that everyone listening 
can just like soak in and do their version of this little step or this little action that you want to inspire us to do? I think just be be a little more excited, be a little more grateful for being able to um, do whatever makes you happy um, mm-hmm. today, whatever whatever piece of today, whether it's working out, whether it's whatever, whatever it is, just be mm-hmm. relish that. And yeah. Um, make yeah. Relish of- that, make mm-hmm. the most of it, go all in, get excited. I like that word use excited because sometimes I used, I feel like I used to be a lot more excitable if you ask my friends, they still think I'm excitable and I get excited. I definitely do. That's a part of me. But I wanted to be almost that like kid, innocent, joyful, playful version a little more often. So I'm, that's what the step I'm going to try to take with that advice. So thank you. Mm-hmm. You rock. Thank you, David. I cannot wait to watch you. How are we going to watch you in Tokyo? How does this work? Just on TV? Yeah. Streaming NBC, on the internet? Um, NBC Olympic should, NBC should have it, hopefully. Um, yeah. There will be a stream. Um, I usually post about that type of stuff on my Instagram, Facebook, social media in general. So. Yeah. So tell us your Instagram handle so we can tag you. Yeah. David H. Gelfand. Okay, awesome. And I will also include that video I was talking about earlier in the podcast, because it is amazing. And I might have to have your mom on too, or your dad, or both, um, just to say like, because there was a little snippet of I think it was your mom, or just a little family snippet in that video too, that just really inspired me as a mom, that I want to create this environment that makes my kids feel like there's limited potential for them. Yes, you have to put the work in. And like you said, like you have to decide, are you committed to this or not? Um, But if you wanted to. It's a decision. I mean, I've made a decision to commit myself this much to swimming um, Mm -hmm. and decide this is what I want to to do. But I mean, you can take that for any part of your life. You can... Say, I really want to become really good at this one thing. And that, as long as you're committed to that and willing to make the sacrifices, that's doable. It's doable. I love it. Yay. Thank you, David. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. See you later. For sure. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Making Changes You Love to Live with Don't forget to subscribe. It's completely free. And share this with a friend. You never know when you could just make their day. And last thing is get on our list for our hump day inspiration. And that can be found at livefitnessinspired.com. All of this is free. Have a great day. And I'll talk to you next week.